The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on this is Sunday. About the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Guns up, giddy up. Welcome to Fair to Stop, the number one show where police meets society and culture rounding out the year rounding out the year with a little bit of last call we do four shows on this podcast channel we've got police related news with he big daddy dave and mike the cop every monday at least until the new year uh till the end of this year then we've got true crime with the always beautiful and audacious andrea Uplate, uh who's on christmas break right now so last night ashley tansy my wife filled in last night it was an amazing show it was a very merry casey anthony christmas Go back and listen to that one. Uh, and then every Thursday is Last Call with myself, uh, giving you all the, the other things that you need to to know so that you don't sound like an asshole to your civilian friends all weekend long, giving you something else to talk about other than dead babies and domestic violence. Friday's our breakdown show. Today's show is brought to you by ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack, head over to ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. And right now they've got savings galore. Their beds made in the good old of USA. Uh, got that cooling sheets, the cooling pillows, all the things that you could ever want in a bed. It is literally a gift that just keeps on giving and giving and giving. If you really want to make a first responder happy this year, buy them a ghost bed. Sleep is so important to mental health. It's important to uh, family health. All the things you can't. It all starts with a good night's rest, and Ghostbed is one of those things that can put put even the hardest warfighter to sleep. Put him on a Ghostbed, and it almost just takes that PTSD right away. They don't claim that. I claim that. So head over to wolf, uh, ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. Today we've got some shots. I'm going to tone it back today on the swearing because I know a lot of people are listening to this show with their kids in the car on their way to Christmas break. So I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tone it back just a little bit, but I do have some some crazy stories today. All the things for you to talk about this weekend with your when your when you are with your family around the dinner table, around the Christmas lunch table. So we're not talking about politics. We're not talking about dead babies and domestic violence. Not talking about the job. These are some really great stories that your family's gonna love to hear about. Uh, I would start off Christmas uh, lunch with a story uh, right out of Berlin. German, this is a German Christmas story. Massive bull sperm heist has German police asking the public for help. You heard that right. Bull sperm heist. Now, I didn't know this, but bull sperm <laughs> is worth a lot of fucking money. Ah, damn it, I cussed. Um, $67,000 worth of bull sperm was heisted from a rural farm in Olfen, O-L-F-E-N, Olfen, Germany. Now this uh, this article I'm reading this one from, there's several articles on this from the Alternative Press, all that space, but this is uh, complex.com. Um, and uh, according to authorities in Western Germany, approximately 60 containers containing bull sperm were stolen from a farm at the start of the week. Olfen is around 56 miles Northeast of Cologne, the fourth biggest city in the country. Police are working on the case. They're stumped as to how the, the theft went down as bull sperm needs to be cooled with liquid nitro at negative 320 Fahrenheit to prevent spoiling. 
Now, listen, we've talked on this show before. I don't want to go down the conspiracy rabbit hole, but we've been talking on this show how they're trying to force these plant-based foods, these cricket-based, cockroach-based snacks on us. It's a growing trend. Uh, they're trying to get us away from eating meat. I'm not wondering if this isn't has something to do with that. Because who, who, like, what kind of scientist is rolling around with liquid nitrogen, uh, heisting bull sperm, uh, crypto preservation of semen and artificial insemination have an important positive impact on cattle production and product quality. Uh, through the use of uh, cryo, I'm sorry, not crypto, cryo-preserved semen and artificial insemination, sperm from the best breeding bulls can be used to inseminate thousands of cows around the world. Bull semen is highly lucrative businesses for the farmers and frequently sells for high prices throughout the world. There's a lot of shit like this going down. A lot of, a lot of like chicken farms burning down, a lot of cattle dying mysteriously. Now we got bull sperm disappearing. I don't know, man. It doesn't sit right with me. I think there's a bigger picture. Plus, if you didn't hear that the new Event 201 kind of kicking off, that new Event 201, for those of you who don't follow Eric Tanzi official, Event 201 happened in um, uh, 2019 where there was a COVID-based plan, uh, like a, a pandemic trial. Like it was a practice. Like what if a pandemic happened? And now this is this is from the World Health Organization, the Bill and, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and the World Economic Forum. So if you go to event201.com, it's put on by the World Economic Forum. You'll see all of this this listed. And it was an event that they actually practiced to see what would happen, what would the economic impact, how would they uh, deal with a pandemic globally. And then less than a few months, really four or five months later, the COVID pandemic happens. Now, there's a new event 201 happening, and this is what I think is really funny. Now, I'm not saying it's a, a conspiracy, but if a freaking pandemic busts out in the next few months or a year, we the, the show is up, dude. The gig is up. We know that this is planned. This pandemic comes out of Brazil the new one that they're they're training for and it affects children huh isn't that weird we had the, this other pandemic that that affected old people and i don't think anybody really gave a shit now what i think is they're going to come after the kids cuz then if you don't get a vaccine and it's the kids dying then you're a real asshole but here's the thing you can read this on event 201 it says the only like their theory is the only way that this Brazilian type pandemic, which is going to spread to Portugal and then to the South America and to the U.S., the only way that they can contain it is if a vaccine is invented within the first year of the first case coming out, and if ninety percent vaccination rate can be achieved, only then can we stop this new pandemic. I don't know. I mean, I think it's good that they're practicing. But I'm telling you, if a freaking if, if this happens, if something like even close to this happens in the next year, I'm over it, dude. And if they start coming for the kids, I'll I'll you'll see me start doing things and not just talking about things. Like I'll start actively doing things because I'll be over it at that point. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Some of you, you know, it's I, I feel like a tinfoil wearing hat guy, but it's just so strange to me. It's just super weird. And I, I don't really trust Bill and Melinda Gates. You tell me. I don't know. For me, myself, now we're talking about politics right now, I guess, and that's probably not good. I would not bring this conversation up at the barbecue. I just think it's very interesting that a new event 201 kicked off here recently in the last month. Very strange. I think it was in November that it kicked off. 
That gives us you know, a couple of months, four, four or five months, if uh, history tells me correctly. If history tells me correctly. But this massive bull semen heist seems almost on that same that level. Like I don't even know if it's a conspiracy. Theory. I don't know. Like It's a theory. I don't know. But it's something worth talking about. Why is somebody heisting bull semen? Why are chicken coops burning down mysteriously and nobody wants to talk about it? Mm, let's see. Hmm. I don't know. Hey, lumber chef, tell your uh, tell old Grammy what's uh, what is Grandma in German? I forgot. It's a catchy name. A lot of people, a lot of people in the United States call their grandma whatever it is in German. But uh, tell her to return the bull semen, dude. Tell her to put this put the bull semen back on the shelf. Not cool. Um, <laughs> next, the next up in the news. Listen, if you know any of that, I wonder what the reward is for the bull semen. What do you even? What do you even do with with the bulls? I mean, I guess you sell it on the market. Man, I wish I had bull semen. I have unvaxxed semen, though. And I heard that that's a rare commodity these days. So if anybody wants some un- unvaxxed, very fertile semen, call me. I will sell it to you. I'm not above that. I'm not above that. Uh, I've got some skateboarding kids that need sponsor. We're traveling all over the East Coast. Oma, that's it. Oma. Tell Oma to return the bull semen. Sorry, Oma. Can't you can't sell bull semen on the black market? Um, quit hoarding the bull semen, Omar. Oh, all right, here we go. Santa Con. Listen, okay, we talked about doing this whole thing in August. I want to do a last call meetup in August. It's Twins Fest in Twinsville, Ohio, and it's where the, the largest convention of twins are. I'm obsessed with twins. I don't have a twin. I can't stop looking at twins. I've already got a few twins that have notified me that they're going to go. We're all going to meet up at Twins Fest in Twinsville, Ohio. So if you want to do a last call meetup in August of 2023, go ahead and start planning it now. You don't have to be a twin. We'll just walk around as one big giant wolf pack staring at twins all day long. I, I want to break the record for getting selfies with the most amount of twins. I want to get at least 100 selfies with 100 different sets of twins triplets quadruplets i don't care um i just i want that that's my thing um also if we want to do this for december of the following of of 2023 this is another thing i'd like to do and i'd like to do it with the last call wolfpack santas gather by thousands to drink and be merry at santa con in new york city now this is where everybody dresses like santa claus and bar crawls all through New York City. How rad would this be? I want to start this in my own town. I might start this in my next in, in my own town for next December. I think it would be absolutely ridiculous to do a Santa Claus pub crawl dressed as Santa Claus. I know I know Christmas is supposed to be about the kids and shit. I mean, but sometimes you got to break away for a little bit. But uh, this is uh, this come from NPR. People are bringing red hats, coats, and room for plenty of beer on Saturday as the annual SantaCon celebration returns in New York City. The holiday-themed pub crawl emerged after Santa Claus dressed attendees first gathered in a kind of performance art. Uh, uh, gathered in a kind of performance art. No, it's not. You just fucking show up dressed as Santa Claus. Uh, they started uh, frequenting bars and things like that, and now it's a full-scale operation with organizers, drink specials, and charity drives. It's a big deal. I would like to go to SantaCon. Um, I think that would be a lot of fun. Of course, they have to put a gay Santa on, on this article. 
they have to they have to put a gay uh, les uh, this is a lesbian uh, Miss Santa Claus. Of course, we can't do anything in the United States without incorporating some kind of gayness into it. Uh, I again, I've never really had a problem with the gayness. I just don't like being like I feel like I'm trying to be brainwashed into seeing gay shit all the time. Like, can't we just? Does everything have to be gay? Does everything have to have a sexual identity to it? I, it's crazy. Um, at least be like subliminal about it. Don't just like force it. Every every article just forcing this gayness upon us. Um, and I already struggle with my inner gay all the time. Now you're forcing me to be gay. Uh, Davies in the chats. Pure swimmers here too. Last I heard. Unveed swimmers are going for three thousand dollars a load. Uh, I could use three thousand dollars. All right, uh, one quick, one quick story regarding the job, but only because it's a little bit funny. But the Arizona police give a ticket for a driver who's been in the carpooling lane with an inflatable Grinch. This article comes from the Alternative Press. The Grinch came early for an Arizona driver who tried to pass off an inflatable figure of the Dr. Seuss character as a passenger. The Arizona Department of Public Safety says a state trooper last week noticed a car in a high-occupancy vehicle lane. We don't have those in the South, so um, I've never seen one of those lanes. Heard lots of stories about it. Um, with a Seuss... Oh, man, come on. With a Seuss-spicious... Huh? A Seuss-spicious-looking green passenger... While the gag may have caused the officer's heart to grow, it did not stop the driver from getting cited for being in the HOV lane during a restricted time. The agency, however, uh, could not help but post a photo of the Grinch figure on the driver's face, blurred on its Twitter account. Officials say the they appreciate the festive flair, but that the driver's actions was still illegal. I've always had a rule. If you can make me laugh, you don't get a ticket. That was always one of my rules. Um, if you had a good excuse or you made me laugh, Definitely not getting a ticket. This is one of those things that would have made me laugh and I would not have given him a ticket. A strong warning, a little bit of a shaming by putting him on the old Twitter account, but I not I would not have ticketed. Let me know on the last call page if you would have given this guy a ticket. I'm going to put a picture on last call's Instagram. By the way, helping me with last call on Instagram is Dead Like Media. Um, he's helping me with all these posts. So Dead Like Media will post a picture of this Grinch in the POV lane Comment below whether you would have given him a ticket or not. I want to know. I want to know. We also did a poll on the Instagram um, of what your holiday traditions were. And um, I will be going over that before the end of today's show. So um, if I can find it, uh, if I can find that there. I Yes, I did do that. It's here. Uh, boom. All right. I got that pulled up for later. Uh, next in the news after the Grinch, this is the headline of this story is a little bit misleading. And this comes from the Huff Post. But former manager of the DOD Aerospace Threat Program says UFOs are real. Now, I think that this is one of those articles where they probably paid the Huff Post to put the article in here because they're really trying to hype up this new program. And of course, you can't hype up a program without leaking something that there might be. You know, it's like trying to prove their existence so that they can they can fund this research project. Um, today marked the official launch to the Stars Academy of Arts and Science, also known as TTS slash AAS, and an innovative public benefit corporation which will advance research into unexplained phenomena and develop related technology. 
It has established three synergistic divisions, science, aerospace, and entertainment. We believe there are discoveries within our reach that will revolutionize the human experience. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, these people are desperate. You just got to keep on fighting. Just go get a real fucking job, man. Go get a real fucking job. Do some real science. Quit getting people to fund your bullshit. You're not doing anything. There's no way you're going to work every day and actually putting in any kind of effort. Um, this could represent the beginning of a trend towards a new openness on the part of the U.S. government. These people know more than any of us, and they will be releasing important data on UAP in the future. As investigative reporter with longstanding interest in this subject who has worked with a few Academy team members in the past, I was shown some of this data. It's all like UFO unexplained Things look with the use of drones in China probing us constantly with, you know, submarines probing, um, you know, right now they're putting drones on sharks. They're putting drones on dolphins, not drones, but like cameras and sonar and radar. So what they'll do is they'll find these sharks that are going off the coast, coming back and forth where they're, they're kind of like they're, you know, these sharks travel thousands of miles, but they travel the same kind of loop or lap they kind of patrol the same area and if their patrol comes within the united states when they're nowhere near the united states they're thousands of miles away they'll pick up these sharks uh, that are tagged and put listening devices on them and shit put them back out in the water mm -hmm. we're getting pro by all sorts of stuff um but here we go this is these guys say, I, I don't, there has been so many sightings lately, and there's so many articles about UFOs. Um, people flying in these uh, jetpacks. Been a bunch of planes that have seen people flying around in these jetpacks. Uh, that's just really cool. You bring that up at the dinner table. Um, I don't think, one was a Chinese um, flight flying into California, and they reported that they saw a man with a jetpack I think it was at like 30,000 feet or something crazy. Maybe it wasn't that high. I have to Google it. You'll have to Google it. It gives you something to do while you're in your police car today. Google that. But I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I could care less about extraterrestrials. I don't think extraterrestrials give a shit about us. I think we're too stupid. And I'd much more be concerned with and want money to be put into... Us being probed by everybody right now, man. There's a there is an imminent threat of a World War Three looming in the air. Um, I think we need to start dealing with that. Look up this shark thing. The shark thing's a real thing. I'll do a whole last call on the shark thing. I'll try to find a uh, a biologist that can explain it. But um, there's actually evidence that these marine biologists are seeing these sharks coming out of the water that have been tagged. And then, uh, you know, while they're following these sharks back towards the east coast of the United States, um, all of a sudden they, they, they're having like kind of like radar jammings or sonar stuff. So, I mean, somebody's probing us, man. Somebody's probing the United States. Obviously, it's probably China or Russia, but it's enough to worry you a little bit. I don't buy this article. I think it's just to fund their bullshit science project, to be honest with you. Uh, which I've always been against that. I've always been. You, you either show show that you found something and show that this money's going to something, but uh, us just 
pouring thousands and thousands of dollars so somebody can just be in academia their whole life. It's ridiculous. Go, go get a real job at some point. Go work for NASA or something like that instead of just spending your entire life researching something that you know you're never going to prove. And you're just going to keep making money off that, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on shit you're never going to be able to prove. I hate that. I hate that. They should give you a time limit. Like, you got four years, and then we're going to give it to a different guy for four years or something. I don't know. Here's a really fun story, though. You guys know how much I hate cats. I don't like cats. I don't mind outdoor cats so much. I don't like cats inside the house. My brother's a big cat guy. I can't stand it. Um, I, I just, I don't understand the infatuation with cats. I think they're serial killers at heart. They all want to kill you. They just don't have really the means to do it. But if they were a little bit bigger, they would fucking, they would kill you. They would kill you. Look at Simon and Garfunkel. Or no, is that is it Simon and Garfunkel? Or is it, no, no, it was uh, Siegfried. I forgot their names. Anyway, the circus guys got his face ripped off. Um, got his face ripped off by uh, by a tiger. Anyway, here we go. Cat goes missing. Ten years. Ten years go by that this cat goes missing. Ten years later, it reunites with its New York family. It's a crazy story. I don't even like cats, and I think this story is very interesting. A cat who disappeared, this this article comes from UPI.com. A cat who disappeared on New York's Long Island is on her way to a reunion after she was found 10 years later. Richard Price said that his family cat Mimi was being cared for at his sister-in-law's home in Miller Place in 2012 when the feline fled. That's because cats don't love you. They tolerate you, but they don't like you. When you die, they're going to eat your eyeballs. The family searched the area... Uh, but there was no sign of, of Mimi. Uh, the town of Brookhaven Animal Shelter said a malnourished cat with badly matted fur was recently brought in by a member of the public. It felt like a shield of armor. That's how bad she was matted. That cat must have really hated this family. Like Life was so bad that it was like, you know what, I'll just go fucking live in the Bronx. Fuck it. I'm so tired of you doing the little nose thing as a big, cute little cat. Who's my little fluffy cat? The cat was like, kill me now. I'll rather live in the Bronx. Um, the cat was cleaned up and scanned for a microchip, identifying her owner as Price, who now lives in Spain. If only she could talk and tell us what she's been through, Price said. If she could talk, she would probably say, fuck. Ten years on the run. They finally caught me. Price said Mimi will spend a few weeks in the care of a relative before he and his wife visit Long Island next month to bring the cat to her new home overseas. Ah, great. Who knows what this feline was doing out on its own, having a New York sex odyssey probably spraying everywhere, doing all of its things. Cats are gross. You know what? If a cat runs away from me for 10 years, fuck it. I don't want it back. Stay gone, bitch. Come back. Don't come home to me. You're dead to me. I got like three new cats better than you. Three cats that aren't, that are loyal. Say this cat ain't loyal. These cats ain't loyal. These cats ain't loyal. Cats not fucking loyal, dude. Dog would never do that. If a dog disappears, that's because it's going to die somewhere. That's not true. Those little dogs that are pretty much cats, they'll fucking 
fuck right off. And I wouldn't let him back. My dog, I don't even chase it. The only thing I do is, is go to my neighbors as a courtesy, just in case he tries to go fuck with their trash or their cats or something. But other than that, if my dog never came back, I am not. I will not put out a poster for it. Maybe I'll put out a Facebook. Maybe I'll put out a Facebook post. That's about as far as I go. That dog ain't loyal. If that dog wants to fuck off, don't come back, bitch. Come back. I'll get a dog that's loyal. I don't want. I don't want animals anyway. I don't like. I you know when I have four kids, taking care of another pet just seems like it's. It seems like you're a glutton for punishment. You know, every time you go out of town, you gotta you gotta pay more money to have somebody feed it. And, and I mean, aside from minor amounts of protection, what does the, what does a dog really offer you? I mean, I, if you got a really good dog, like a German Shepherd, you know, I've got a, I got a chocolate lab, you know, and, and and it does protect my children. But that's about it. If you got one of these little yap dogs, they don't do shit. Except yap at it all the time, and 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 they yap for everything. So it doesn't really alert you to anything. Why? Why? Why keep that thing? It's not going to protect you. It may alert you that somebody's breaking in the house. I don't want to be alerted. I've got an alarm system at home that I don't have to pay somebody to come and babysit every weekend. If you're going to have a dog, have a dog that will rip somebody's face off when they come through the front door. I don't know. I just think it's a waste of time. I think people, generally speaking, generally, people waste way too much time and effort and money on, on animals. It's just a, it's a care that you don't need. You could spend more time raising your children better than you could putting into to training a dog. You know, a lot of people I say, man, imagine if you spent half that amount of time teaching your kid to do something other than play video games as you do in trying to get your dog to behave. Maybe you'd have halfway decent kids that aren't losers. Um, did I have a Floridian slip? Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I did. I have Floridian slips all the time. Especially, we've been talking about bull semen and everything else. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm, you know, and, and gay Santa Clauses. Siegfried and Roy, that's who it was. Yep. My uh, <laughs> tramp stamp says exit only. For those of you who are just listening, this is a live show to our paid subscribers. If you want to be a paid subscriber, uh, you could head over to YouTube on a desktop computer or a laptop computer. You cannot do that from your cell phone. That is not accessible to um, YouTube at this time, but go there and hit the um, the join the join member, and you can kind of choose your package, and you can get into our Discord and hang out with us. Uh, but we'd love to have you as a paid member, and you get to be backstage with me thirty minutes before shows uh, in the new year when we roll out Failure to Stop two point um, and the Comp Center with Drew Breezy. There's going to be a lot of opportunity for our paid members to get backstage to get access. Also, um, with Failure to Stop two coming in the new year. Just like Deadleg Media is getting access to our Instagram where he gets to fuck around and do whatever he wants on that. We'll be offering that up to uh, Facebook stuff and uh, Failure to Stop Instagram stuff. Um, and hopefully coming into the new year, we'll also be bringing Ghostbed with us. They've been with us from the beginning, um, from the from the very start of this. We absolutely love Ghostbed. You guys all love Ghostbed. Uh, they, uh, beds made in the good old USA. Ever mentioned that has a 20 year warranty? You can try it out for 101 nights, baby. 998, 999. But you can try these things out for 101 nights. Uh, if you don't like them, you can send them back with no hard feelings. One of our favorite parts about Ghostbed is that each mattress has that cooling technology in it. So if you get hot at night like I do, uh, these things are a lifesaver. If you sweat, if you sweat like Drew Breezy in Tampa, you got to get those cooling sheets, get that cooling mattress, get that cooling pillow so that you can stay hard 
while staying cool, baby. GhostBed also offers bundles. So you can get everything you need. You don't even have to really think about it. Just choose from their four mattresses and pick your bundle. Whether you just need a mattress and a frame where you want it all, I won't eat out. I won't eat out. And I won't eat now. I don't even know how I made my voice do that. I don't know how I made my voice sound so angelic. Uh, must be the Christmas spirit. Like their cooling pillows in their sheets, you can get the best bang for your buck. You can get bull semen bucks back, baby. Right now, GhostBed is offering a fly sale 40% off. Actually, there's some shit on that site right now. It's 50% off. Go to GhostBed.com forward slash Wolfpack or drop our names in the survey if you find a better deal on their website over the Christmas holidays. Mattresses are like $35 a month, zero down, 0% financing. Uh, and that's if you have Last Row Lopez credit. Head over to ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack and uh, get you a gift that keeps on giving, baby. Uh, last but not least, Franco Harris died from the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm a huge Franco Harris fan. Died of a heart attack this morning. Uh, super, super sad, man. His first season was with the Pittsburgh Steelers in 1972. Rookie of the year. Um, you know, he was one of those OG, hard, real-life men. Real football player. Con this guy didn't suffer from concussions. This dude didn't. Uh, this guy was, uh, he probably had a lot of concussions, to be honest with you. But he didn't care, dude. It was all about going to war. Um, Frank, uh, <laughs> he's... They, you know, dubbed the Franco Army, wore army helmets with his number one on them. Yeah, Harris was the man, dude. I absolutely loved him. Uh, most valuable player in one of the Super Bowls. Uh, the guy was just an absolute beast. But um, <sighs> died, man. Died this morning of a heart attack. I think. Wait. No. No, it doesn't say he had a heart attack. I'm sorry. He died today. Three days before his 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. If anybody remembers the Immaculate Reception in the Super Bowl. Where, uh, was that in the Super Bowl? The Immaculate Reception? Or was that to get into the Super Bowl? I can't remember. Uh, anyway, just one of the greatest football plays of all time. And uh, he was from New Jersey, too, by the way. Born and raised in New Jersey. But uh, big fan of this guy. Uh, Mike the Cup just texted me. Um... Mike Cobb wants me to fix something on Instagram. Got to do that. Uh, guys, get ready for Failure Stop 2.0. We are super excited. I don't think we are going to do any shows next week uh, as we prep for the new year. So we're going to round out this Friday um, with Mike the Cop with a case breakdown. We're going to be breaking down the, uh, the new leak stuff coming out on Twitter. Really important that we bring all that up and break that down. One last time, give Mike Mike the Cop one more chance to rant. And um, other than that, uh, we're going to round out the year with a little bit of off time. And we're going to come back even stronger, even harder. We've got a lot of things, a lot of things that are going to be different for Failure Stop 2.0. And I think you guys are really, really going to love um, – you're going to really love what we've got to, to give you. I do want to address the people in the chats really fast because we just love them so much. James Russell, Drew Breezy. Drew Breezy says the they were supposed to do a tribute to the Immaculate Reception this year because it was the 50th anniversary. Um, and hopefully they still do it, man. Uh, I'll watch it. I, I, I was really 
I'm not a big sports guy, but I'm a big Franco Harris guy. I just thought he was one of the the greats, just manliest of men. And uh, that was back. In, that was when football was was really great. I would have, I would still watch football if it was as cool back then. Hydro Man Blue was with us today in the chats. Uh, Bone Cold Fleas Austin. Uh, so thank you guys all for that. Um, and I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. And I'm gonna get ready for Friday's show, which is gonna just be a rager. It's so much to unpack with this the, the FBI documents with Twitter. So much to go through on that. And so I really don't want to um, skimp out on that show. Uh, it was the, it was, I knew it wasn't the Super Bowl. It was the Immaculate Reception was the AFC wildcard game. Yeah, it was to get into, I believe it was to get into the Super Bowl. It was, it was the AFC championship, uh, AFC championship, I think. Either way, incredible play. Incredible play. And um, go back and watch it on YouTube. Pour one out for our homie. Teresa K is in the chat. Have a great Wednesday. We'll see you guys uh, tomorrow. If you're just listening, we'll see you tomorrow. Make sure you um, hammer and subscribe. Share the show out. Get it ready. We we are gonna go, we need so much hype going into January one. We need so much hype to really roll two failure stop two point out. Um, and and there's a new show coming on the horizon. Matter of fact, go to failure stop on our Instagram show. Call the phone number and leave those boys a message. It's a call in show. It's the Com Center with Drew Breezy and Jonathan Bates. The show is gonna be incredible. It's gonna be hilarious. They've got some killer guests lined up. But um, one of their segments is messages that the Wolfpack leaves to them by voicemail. So uh, head over to Failure Stop's Instagram page, follow it, subscribe to it, check out that phone number, leave those boys a frosty, uh, a frosty voice message so they have plenty of content going into the new year. Until next time, guys, this has been Last Call of the Day, giving you something else to talk about over the weekend other than dead babies and domestic violence. Guns up. Giddy up.